great trend not to have them. I'm glad we still have them. Page number 240 in your hymn book. When the roll is called up yonder. An old hymn. 101 years ago. One day our name will be called. And uh, I sure don't want to say absent. I want to be there and answer. What will I answer be? I want to be ready and say yes. Again, have a clear, clean record. He's given us time to do it and all that we need to do it. And uh, thank the Lord for that. Page 240, when the rose calling down, let's stand and say. Themselves. Yeah. You know, they were kind of entertained by the little kitty cat. 
they guarded the front door from the elephant coming in. Right. But they liked that little kitty to come in and rub his fur. Yeah. How's it with us tonight? The theme. Mm -hmm. This song says, singing of love, love divine. divine. Amen. Yeah. That's the songs I want to sing. Amen. Yes. <laughs>
I don't want to dwell in prison. I don't want to live in prison. That's right. Especially of my own making. That's right. And I'm glad the Lord can set us free. Yes. Amen. We can be free <coughs> from prison. That we even build ourselves. Amen. If we allow Him to set us free. Right. Amen. songs in here. That's one of his greatest. Yes. Yeah. Way before Amazon, Google, any kind of other Facebook, Twitter, and all them other things. Way before any of that. He's seen in that other world and seen what God did in this world. And he's, he wrote this song. Let's sing verse 2. <clears throat> Is your experience climbing higher now than you were last week? than you were last year. Are you making progress toward your goal? Yes. I'm talking about heaven, not, not Wall Street or whatever the other street is, but I'm talking about heaven. Yes. After it's all said and done, even who was, who was one of the rich men of old Howard Hughes, I think. I've read of him. I don't like about him. Other than he was a rich dude, but he died just like anybody else. He left it all I'm talking true riches. Amen. Yes. How many true riches do you have? Amen. When we all come to that place, we'll all be just alike. The ground will be level. We all have the same thing. Our soul and our hands. Right. We got it right now. What are we doing with it? Right. 
First two. Now I
Yes. And my dad's uh, brother, is he still in the uh, hospital? He ain't made it out yet. And, uh, and James. Mm -hmm. All right. Certainly reap what you sow. Yeah. Plant tomatoes. Well, most probably now, I guess, plants tomato plants. Whatever seed you plant, it's certainly going to come up with that. You're not going to plant one thing and expect a different. The Lord has set that law in motion. It won't be changed. So we've got to make sure we sow the best seed. Uh, please remember Otis and try to pray for the Lord to I want him to be able to do well but we need to try to hold him down some and so he'll go to feeling good and then he'll go outside and do something and then he'll feel bad come back in so if you would remember brother Otis uh, remember my wife and myself um, Jeff Smith and she remember them and also, I think Todd's at the prison tonight, isn't he? Yes, um, he's feeling a lot better than he was. Thank you for praying for him. So let's pray for uh, Brother Todd while he's preaching at the, at the uh, prison. Let's remember Daniel, too. Daniel got a job at Riggs and Stratton. Praise the Lord. So that's really good. But this next two weeks is going to be really tough on him. And so we really need to pray. And he's got some needs that we'd like to try to see what we can do to help. Remember my mom and dad, my brother, there all day and day, every night. So do remember them that the Lord give us understanding how to do the best in all of those things. Uh, it's uh, not simple, not easy. So when you talk about Todd's, both Todd's uh, grandma and grandpa and all those I know the world yep that season and that time is very very tough so thank you for your prayers for them <clears throat> let's remember these requests let's find a place to pray this evening and offer up our offerings to the Lord
shrubs and soaps and they had, they had borax and some other uh, that had lye in it. Y'all, how many of y'all ever washed any of that? I have, uh, not often, it didn't take a lot with that, but anyway, it, it'll put a burning on you, huh? But it won't wash away our sins, huh? Acid won't wash away our sins. Fire won't wash away our sins. There's only one thing that will, and that's the blessed blood that was shed by Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Most powerful element known to mankind. It is. It is. And I appreciate him. So good. So good having everyone with us. Good. Forgive me, I didn't remember. Huh? Tracy. Oh, right. And uh, it's good having Whitney back. We've been missing her and all of our regulars. And it's good having the, uh, the Belcher Bunch. Like that? Belcher Bunch. Okay. But anyway, we do appreciate the Lord. Brother Ron, can you come and receive our offering for us here this morning? This afternoon? A little pass. If you don't mind, I'll take a minute to test. Sure. I had a thing happen to me in an event. I was, I've been looking for someone to uh, do a wash job on my motorhome. And I, I'm not known to be an easy taskmaster. <laughs> so it's pretty hard trying to find somebody. I was in Lowe's just doing some minor shopping. And had a long, young black gentleman walk up to me. And said, listen, I, I need to talk with you. And I listened to him for a minute. And as it turns out, I wound up hiring him right. to yeah. wash my, my motorhome. Well, on top of that, the good thing is, is that he is a believer. He's walking with Christ. Yes. yes. He's a young man. That's, that's, he's a senior at uh, uh, the university out here. And he's married and has a seven-month-old baby. Wow. And we had an opportunity to talk, and I was able to have lunch with him on the motorhome yesterday. Yeah. And it was really a good experience. Anyhow, he contracted with me to do the, the whole motorhome. And then later he came back to me. He said, listen, he said, I've bit off more than I can chew. <laughs> and uh, he decided, he said, look, I don't want to cheat you or rush through it. And I believe that he does love Jesus because yeah. he was leveling with me. Yeah. And Jesus, but I just, just just by chance, you yeah. sent to him to me. Oh, uh, what an accident. Praise God. No accident. He worked in a serious way. Yes, he does. Father, we thank you for Yes. Thank you, Lord, for the congregation that we have. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for just everything that you do for us. Yes, Lord. You've been so good. Die for our sins. Lord, without him, Lord, we would all be good. Lord Jesus, we ask you, Lord, just to bless us all from this night. In the holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Teresa, be getting us a song. And uh, I don't know if you noticed that there was some interesting news this past week about that church that we had heard about uh, down in Hinesville. Any of you notice that news? <laughs> well, anyway, we had heard a few years ago that there was an, a church down toward Hinesville that was basically uh, a cult and all. And so 
the feds, the FBI, terrorists, uh, anti-terrorist people and all that, raided their church, their sister church in Augusta, and was it one in Ohio or someplace like that? Augusta, the similar occurred in Augusta and in Huntsville. And there was one more. Texas, Texas, Colleen, Texas. And so uh, anyway, apparently they have been doing some illegal stuff. One of the things, though, that I saw there is that there is a, um, there is a prejudice against people who look normal. They said, there was one writer there that said, said, yeah, I said all, all of the ladies wore dresses and that they looked churlish, mean, huh? Folks, this world out here is not our friends. They're against us. And, uh, but you know what? We're to love them. Thank the Lord we're nothing like that other church. Uh, I don't even know what they do, anything. I don't want to be involved in that. But I've always, since the time I got saved, I wanted the real thing. I didn't want the faith. I didn't want the, the compromise. If I'm going to do it, I want the real thing. And I appreciate the Lord. Lord, if you want something... He'll help you find it. And the Lord's helped me find. I appreciate him. You know, um, uh, we, we were down at a meeting this past week and there was all kind of things going on and all. And it, you know, I just didn't feel what I feel right here, right now. Huh? Do any of y'all feel the spirit of the Lord already? Huh? I do. And so anyway, and uh, but then there was one particular sister that came and prayed for her husband. And uh, I looked over at Robert and I said, did you feel that? And he said, oh yeah. And I said, yeah, me too. And then the other, only other time was when Sister Angel went up and prayed for another girl up toward the front. I felt something there. Folks, I want something that's more than just yeah. talk. Right. I want something that's deep down. Right. And not that just I notice, but that others notice too. Yeah. I want to be a reflection of my Lord and Savior. Yeah. I appreciate Him. Without Him, I am nothing. Yeah. Trash. That's all I am. But with Him, I'm a king's kid. Yeah. Amen. And I want to walk and serve Him and uh, lift him up. All right, let's get in and see what God's got for us. Well, this is Rebecca's song. We took it over. So, by permission, I hope. But anyway, this meant a lot to me when I heard the song. I like started the reading the words. It's just amazing what God can do if we are sincere. You know, uh, y'all didn't know me, but people in Savannah knew me really well, you know. Every Sunday night, just about it, I was in the altar. 
I was in the altar because I had to get over what I did Friday night. But I want to tell you, one day I hit the rock. Yes. And you know, when I'm out there testifying on the streets, uh, the day that I hit the rock, Jack Daniel took the loose. He took away from me. He was gone. That's right. I no longer had to have my cigars and my cigarettes. They were gone. They're gone. I found a living in my valley. That's you right. You must say, Sister Butler, are you telling me you're criticizing me? I was bound. Yes. Okay? I thought I could control Mr. Daniel, Jack Daniel. Not this thing. Okay, but I thought I could control him. Control the other stuff. Let me tell you, when you put a foot in Satan's path, he at first tells you, you've got this. You can stop any time. But you can't. You can't. I want you to know that day that divine deliverance took over at an old-fashioned altar, I want you to know that the Lord brought me out and he yes. made me free. And sanctification was hard for me because I was a hard head. I had to pray everything through. But when I did, it was settled. You ever heard the intimate voice of Jesus yes. tell you, I am proud of you? There ain't nothing like it. Right. And whenever you, he is quiet, you know he's not happy. And he does, he, you can feel him hold his head down in shame. I've shamed him. But all the days that I felt him say, you make me happy. Oh, I like what you did today. Yes. I like your clothes, daughter. Yeah. You ever heard him say that? No. I have. I like your clothes. Oh, there's something to an intimate relationship with Jesus. Yes. Pray with us as we sing this.
change your life. Amen. Doesn't matter how many mistakes you made. You made one, you made a million. That blood covered all. Amen. Well, I'm glad that it's more than just a blood that covers your sins, but it's a blood that seeps down into you and it changes you so that your taste, your your wants are changed. And after a while, I'm going to tell you something, you don't desire this world. It's not even interested in it. Huh? You're only interested in Jesus. What you're feeling here tonight, the Holy Ghost moving amongst us. Amen. Oh, that's what we need. That's what we need. Oh, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord, Jesus. Uh, when I first heard the song, I wasn't real impressed with that. Then Sister Rebecca got to singing it. And I did. I, got, I found myself singing it at the house and singing it different places. Huh? We went to that meeting up in uh, Richlands. I, I'm sorry, up at King Mountain, close to Richlands. I'll be honest with you, they just blew it out of the water. Just boom. Did they? Or did they not? Oh, I thought you were here. Okay. Who was with me? You were. They blew it out, didn't they? Oh, wow. It will change your life. Yeah. And you don't, you don't have to go back. You never have to go back. You don't have to get back into what you were doing before. You don't have to go back. You don't have to go back. Rebecca left a job making in close to 100000 Within 15 or 20,000 of it, probably. Maybe 60 or 70,000. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. She left that job so she could serve Jesus. Huh? Her big money being a bartender. She left it. It was rough. But it was worth it. It was worth it. Amen. We all got our stories. I'm still amazed at how the Lord, we heard about the brand plucked from the fire this morning, John Wesley. Felt like those scriptures were him. I'm still amazed that the Lord could reach down and pluck somebody off the of Tybee Island. Put clothes on them. Huh? Keeps clothes on them, you know. Except for when I take a shower or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Huh? I was a beef bum. I was after I was just after the world. Say I hadn't gone back. I hadn't looked back. I still love the water. I still love the sand. Well, generally, we have to enjoy it during the wintertime. <laughs> it's beautiful, then. Amen. You don't have to stay the way you are. I 
look around this room, I think most of the adults have had some experience and God's moving for them. I'm thinking about these young ones. I love you, young guys. I love y'all. But y'all haven't found it yet. Don't pull up short. Don't stop before you've made it all the way through. You pull up short, yeah, you can bump along until you can get out of the house. But it's not going to keep you. Just like that young girl that uh, that I've talked about, 12 years old, you know. She... (laughs) No. Yeah, but how old was she when she lied? Eight or nine, something like that. She told one lie. And when she realized she did it, she covered her mouth and fainted. That's because she got saved early and been baptized with the Holy Ghost. So her, her testimony was, to her knowledge, that was the first time she had ever lied. Come on. We don't have to stay the same. Jesus came to change us. To make us not like the preacher or the preacher's wife, but to make us like Him. To be holy. To be righteous. To be loving. To be real. To be genuine. Not some put on. Not some one day and then different another. Same. Amen. I appreciate the Lord. So, here in these these scriptures, we see the doctrine about the good shepherd. Huh? Aren't you glad for somebody who is a good overseer? One, uh, many churches that have become large and have branched out. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not against having multiple churches or anything like that. But in a little bit of time, they start getting formalized. And everybody's got to dance the same way. Everybody's got to say hallelujah, not hallelujah. Huh? Not amen, but amen. You know what I'm talking about? They all want you to get in this particular pattern. And in time, they end up electing from amongst them an overseer. Huh? I can tell you, I'm trying to think right now. I don't know of any organization Christian organization in the country that has not had trouble and even at the top at the organization level. Seems to me like we ought to figure out we already got an overseer. His name's Jesus. Amen. And he is the good shepherd. The shepherd is the one that oversees flocks. And he leads the flocks through water into pastures. 
He tends to the so, uh, wounds. He protects the flock from predators and wild beasts uh, that calls in the wild sheep. The shepherd does see, uh, doesn't just see a sea of wool, huh? But he sees individuals, individual sheep. And he knows each one of them. And he knows each one by name. Huh? You ever been to a large, a large assembly of some sort? Uh, about the largest assembly I've ever been to, I think was some kind of game back in my high school days uh, when I went to a college football game. And you know how those are. They just, you think, there must be a million people here. No, there's only about 50 or 60,000 people there. But it still seemed like a million. And you look out there and you see all heads and all that. But just imagine and understand Jesus sees more heads than that and He knows their names. And He knows them individually. And He knows their little quirks. Oh, better keep that one from a thistle weed because it'll upset His stomach. Huh? Come on. He knows us. He sees us individually. He feels and knows the sheep's needs before we even do. I'll be honest with you. You may get into a place in your life and you think, I don't know what I'm going to do, but the Lord is already making ways for us. He is. He's already preparing hearts. Sometimes the Lord... Uh, lets us be able to work things out. And then sometimes the Lord gets us into a place where we have to be helped. That's hard for some of us South Georgia folks, isn't it, Brother Jack? To be helped. To let somebody help me. Huh? To be vulnerable. To be in need of somebody else. Folks, we need Jesus. And we've got to learn to lay it over into His hands. And however He wants to work it, let Him work it. He is the shepherd. And He is looking at us. And if there are other shepherds, pastors, you know that's what pastor means, don't you? A shepherd. I am not the shepherd. I'm a pastor with a small P. Huh? I am a shepherd with a small S. I am a under-shepherd. I'm under Jesus Christ. I'm other, under the brethren. Amen. That uh, work amongst us. We're under each other. We're to respect and love one another. Amen. And to help one another. But we're just supposed to all be pointing in the same direction. Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Huh? Yes. Don't get upset if someone comes to you and you say, Brother Jeff, I got this problem. In it. And I say, We'll pray about that. Yeah. Amen. Don't think I'm just brushing you off because I'm going to pray about it. Yeah. Huh? Pray about it. Yeah. Amen. I hate it. I'm sorry. I hate it when my pastor would tell me that. I did. 
I even got to a place I resented him. Brother, 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 his name was Brother Butler too. Brother Butler, you know, what about this? You know, what, what should I do? He's saying, you need to pray about it. I didn't want that. I know about that. But you see, I was immature in the Lord. That's the very best answer you can get is to pray. And to pray. And pray. And then pray a little bit more. Come on. You'll know. Some of you know what I'm talking about in here. You pray. Amen. And you get to a place and then the Holy Ghost hovers over you and you feel His presence. And you can move on to the next subject and pray about it because you know the Lord's already received that request in His hands. Amen. And you don't know what the answer is, but He's going to take care of you. The Good Shepherd. What a great God we serve. A Good Shepherd. Amen. And so... Here in these scriptures, notice he first says, I am the door of the sheep. Folks, there's only one door. It's not necessarily that door there. It's not necessarily another door at another church. It's not necessarily the door to your house. That one door is the door of Jesus Himself when we step through and step into Him. Amen. He becomes our God and we become His sheep. Sheep. I think it was uh, your daughter the other day had one of them sheep. I think my boy had one of them. and Maybe I had two of them at one time and I think one of my grandkids had one of them sheep too. And uh, when I saw that, I just hugged the daughter and the sheep at the same time over there. I like that sheep. Huh? Can you imagine yourself as a sheep? Okay, come on, everybody. Say, ba-ba, ba-ba. Okay. Come on. We're a sheep. We're a sheep. But you know, it takes more than just saying ba-ba. I know you all know that. To be a sheep, a good sheep, we must follow the shepherd. That's right. Years ago, when I had a business, I had a sign that I don't remember where I got it, but I thought it was so funny, and I, I, I laughed at it, and uh, I'm still laughing at it. But uh, it was uh, showed a man talking to another man, and you could tell he was all excited. And he said, how many were there? When did they pass this way? Huh? Which direction did they go in? said, I must find them. I'm their leader. Another saying I learned about the same time was, it's like herding cats. Are we following the leader? Are we following our Jesus? Our shepherd? In the path He wants us to go in. Not in the path that we desire. I know that He gives us the desires of our heart. But I'm going to tell you something. When you get to a place in Christ, your desires of your heart is what He desires. 
Amen. So in these scriptures, he, he talks right there in verse 8, and he said, And all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. He is not talking about the prophets or Abraham or those others, but the other ones that came that tried to lead the sheep astray, who tried to lead them away from God's path. Those were the thieves and the robbers. Anytime you get led out of the path, when you get led away from following after Jesus, amen, that person that has led you is a thief and a robber. They may not recognize it, but they're trying to steal your soul. And so, again, he reiterates, I am the door. If any man, woman, that's talking about person right there, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. What is so hard about that? Why is it seem to be so hard? Salvation is not a hard plan. It is an easy plan. The hard part is sticking with what you committed to the Lord. Huh? To say, I will walk through that door. When we walk through a door, there's going to be a change. You're changing, changing from back there to in here. You're changing from out in the world to into Christ. And so there's this change that comes about, but we must walk through that door. Amen. Plug for Sunday school. They've been doing Pilgrim's Progress. And uh, uh, I'll be honest with you, I was really... Uh, encouraged brother robert down here said he said i didn't realize there was so much in that story but it is rich and the way they said john bunyan wrote it said you must come in at the wicked gate wicked gate it's not w-i-c-k-e-d is it no it's wicked like e-t wicked I still don't know what that means, but I think it's narrow. It's a narrow gate. The door is a narrow door. But you've got to come in that way. And that's the only way. Amen. And so let's go and, and understand what thieves want to do. It says the thief cometh not. The only reason he's coming is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He is coming to take and steal what God has promised you. Huh? Bible says every good and perfect gift cometh from above. Cometh down to us from above. The Lord promises that. He gives that to us. Are you have you thanked the Lord for the gift? What gift did you get today? Huh? The Lord abundantly gives us gifts each and every day. Have you named them? Have you thanked him for it? Amen. We need to thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank You for a good day. Thank You for giving me strength. Thank You, Lord, for helping me to get up out of bed and be able to go to church. Help, thank You, Lord, for being able to raise my hands and to say, Glory! Thank You, Lord, for feeling Your presence. We, we need to thank Him. But the thief comes to steal and to kill. He's coming to wipe you out. Uh, I didn't, I was short on some time. I didn't, I forgot to uh, load down the definition of that word kill. But it's not the exact word about killing. It's more like talking about sacrificing. Huh? Wanting to come? And steal you and take you to a false god and sacrifice you on that altar. Not God's altar, but another. It said in one place it talked like it was the wake of the wave of a ship. Huh? Did you know that's really one of the most dangerous places of a ship? is that wake because of the turbulence that goes by. Of course, if it's a really big ship, it might suck you right into the hull. Danger it. Come to steal and to kill and to destroy. One thing. One thing. Satan's come to destroy what God's given to us. I feel like preaching a little bit like uh, Randy Webb. I wish y'all could have been there at that time. He preached about the crown. He said, don't let anybody steal your crown. He'd grab his head like he had a crown on and he'd hold on to it. Don't let anybody steal the blessing of salvation or whatever God has given unto you. Hold on to it. Fight for it. Amen. When Satan tries to say, oh, you don't need church. You can, uh, you can watch it on your television. You can watch it on your, your phone. You can do this and do that. Come on now. Amen. Trying to steal part of your blessing. There is something about joining together one to another. Y'all might not have liked to see me today, but I was glad to see all of y'all. Amen. It blessed my heart. It did. Huh? That's part of the blessings. Amen. That God's given to us. And so, we see also, I'm going to skip down just a little bit. I'm going to try to hurry. Verse 12 said, But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd. I know of preachers who were asked to go preach at a place, and so they meet with the elders there. And uh, who was it? Oh, Brother Robert this morning <laughs> talking about one of his employees. He was going to cross train him some at the work, and uh, the employee, before he come over to even be cross trained, said, "What's it pay? What's it pay?" Brother Robert said, that's not up to me, that's up to the boss. Yeah. 
You know? What's in pie? I know some preachers, before they take a church, they want to know yeah. what's it pay? Yeah. What's it going to pay? Oh, let me tell you something. That's what a hireling does. They're more interested in their income and their livelihood instead of doing what the gospel yeah. has called them to do. Yeah. My wife and I took a little church, moved back from Illinois to take the church, and uh, they were paying us big bucks, weren't they? Well, how much was that? They started us off at 75 a week, and then we bumped up to 100 Yeah, we got a raise. $75 a week, and then it moved up to 100 Me and my wife and our two children. Mm. Huh? Ain't no money at all. No, sir. Not even back then. Huh? <laughs> and then they came up to Brother Jeff. And they said, well, the numbers aren't quite what they've been. We can't afford you anymore. And so, you won't have to come back next Sunday. How do you like that? So to the amazement of my wife, I took the check that they gave me right before service and I tore it up. And I dropped it on the table. I told them, I'm not a hireling. I didn't come for the money. I came for souls. Amen. Amen. Then they got other people that was over hire in the organization to call me and say, well, look, if they don't pay you, you don't need to go. I said, oh, no. I'm not a hireling. I'll go. But then it finally sunk in. They were just trying to get rid of me, Brother Jamie. <laughs> And also, they lied to me. Found out they had $30,000 in the checking account in the church. Let me tell you something, folks. I never have been a hireling. There have been times even in our church for several years, if it wasn't between Brother Robert, myself, and just one or two others, we wouldn't have been able to make the payment on the church. Huh? We're not here for that. Amen. We're here for souls. Amen. We're interested in souls. Amen. Amen. I got to move on. I got to move on. I, I like this part here where it said, um, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved, and he shall go in and out and find pasture. I used to think, you know. Well, in all honesty, I didn't really understand that very good. You know, I was thinking, in and out of the herd? In and out of... No, not talking about in and out of church. Being in church and backsliding. No! But it's talking about being out of the... Sometimes you got to go to another pasture. Sometimes you got to go out to another place, to another sheepfold. Amen? And that's what he was talking about, in and out. He said it shall go in and out and find pasture. Pasture sometimes was hard to find. But this talks like every time you go out, you'll find pasture. Amen. The, um, the, um, I'm, I'm 
I think it was the Syrian version of the Bible, said they would go in and out and find pastor. Find the shepherd. Every time. (laughs) Woo! I don't know about you. I thank the Lord we can find Him every time. Amen. It may not always be all that we want, but I'm going to tell you, if you'll look unto the Lord, He will always answer your prayer. He is there for us that we can make heaven our home. Amen. And He says... He is a hireling and cares not for the sheep. Whenever someone acts like they don't care, they're a hireling. Folks, all we've got, all we really got is the love of God toward one another. There are times we might can help financially. Sometimes we can help with food. Sometimes we can do, sometimes we can't help them too much, but to be there and to love them and to tell them that they can make it That's right. through Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen. But a hireling is like, oh, really? Well, don't worry about it. Huh? Well, if you're a benefit to the hireling, He'll pay attention to you, but if you're not, he doesn't care. I don't want to be, never want to be a hireling. And there have been times I've seen the wolf coming, but I stuck it out. Brother Robert, you done too good too. You didn't run either. Huh? When the wolf would come in and try to devour. Huh? Got to hold on, folks. Got to hold on. Turn around, Jesus. It's a better crowd than we had a few weeks, a couple weeks ago. I was thinking, what's going on here? Thank the Lord. It's not always going to be the same. Amen. And God is in control of it. And except He build the house, we labor in vain. We labor in vain. Teresa, come get us a song. I love this part right here. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd. The good shepherd. Good shepherds don't always let you go romping and eating through the clover or the thistle weed. He doesn't let you go into places where there are little grasses. They look so pretty, but they could kill you. The good shepherd. The good shepherd doesn't always say yes, yes. There are a lot of times I found he says no. Or wait. Huh? The good shepherd. It's known of, of shepherds that if a particular sheep keeps going astray, 
that when he finds them after he's talked to them, that sheep, their sheep are pretty smart. And they're pretty dumb. But anyway. Uh, finds that sheep that's wandered off again. And he's done it several times. He'll take that back leg and he'll snap that bone. You do that with your cows? No. <laughs> Sell them to the butcher, don't you? Anyway. But uh, the good shepherd doesn't. The good shepherd snaps that leg and gets a couple of stints, puts it on that leg and wraps it up, throws them on his shoulder, and he carries them back into his tent. And in that tent, he feeds that sheep by hand, feeds the water, gives them water, until that sheep is healed again. They talk like once the shepherd does that, they almost never stray again. I appreciate the Lord. His mercies to us. He is the good shepherd. He loads us down daily with benefits and blessings. The good shepherd. we could, let's stand all across the house. I'd like to ask you, this evening, how do you know Jesus? Do you know Him as your shepherd? Do you know Him as your good shepherd? Are you willing to follow Him wherever He goes? There are times, I, I just need to be honest with you, He's going to lead you out of your comfort zone. He's going to lead you out in a way that you're wondering, where, are, where am I going? But if you know and have that ear of the shepherd, you know His voice, He'll always lead you in the right direction. Heads bowed and eyes closed here. Do you know the voice of the shepherd? Do you know his voice? The scripture says, My sheep know my voice. And another they will not follow. Are you following just his voice? There are times you've got to listen closely. You have to put aside your wants and say, Lord, I'll follow you. I'll follow you up that rough mountain. I'll follow you through that dry valley. I'll follow you through that desert sand. I'll follow you into that green pasture, into that oasis. I'll follow you, Lord. Who in here doesn't know the voice of the shepherd and you want to know it tonight? Is there anyone here? If you don't know that voice, all you have to do is ask.
Lord, help me to hear your voice. There have been times in my life, I know you think I'm crazy. I heard his voice a couple times. I've heard his voice a lot in my heart and in stirring of my heart. I heard him a lot through the preaching and through singing. But we got to get beyond just the corporal type stuff and get to that personal place to where you know his voice and can differentiate it from the devil's and yours so that you'll only follow his voice. I'm going to invite us to this altar here this evening. It's not hard to be saved. You just got to give up who you are. Just got to give up. I had to give up Jeff Butler. Reason Teresa and I liked each other is because we were both hard-headed. I was really hard-headed. It took me a while before I let my my hand completely let go. That's why I try to encourage you, don't do like I did. Give up all. So come, let's gather around this altar. Let's seek after him. He's here. He's here. He hears your cry. He knows what you're doing. He knows what you're feeling. And he'll answer your cry if you'll call out to him.
the Lord. Appreciate all of you coming and being with us. Teresa, let me pray for your eye. Yes. I didn't hit her. Come around. Let's let's pray for my wife. No, I'm going to put it right here on the outside. Dear Jesus, I pray for my wife, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord, touch her. Touch her in this eye, this thigh that's come up, Lord. I pray, Lord, deliver her, Lord. Heal it, Lord. Take the pain, oh, the, the hurt out of it, Lord. I pray, move for her and help her in Jesus' name. Thank you for Sister Zila. Oh, what a work you've done in her life. Oh, Lord, I'm asking and praying. Touch her. Take this pain from her. Help her, Lord, to be able to move and not to hurt all the time. Encourage her and strengthen her, Lord, I pray. Help her, Lord, as she tries to take care of her husband. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Needs a lot of help. About you, Sister Angel. Huh? You're okay. All right. Thank the Lord. Huh? All right. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for Sister Angel. I pray, Lord. Oh, God, hear our prayer. Speak that word, Lord Jesus. Just that word, Lord, and we know that it'll be done. We're calling on you, Lord. We're praying and believing, Lord, you're going to heal her. Thank you, Jesus' name. Jesus name. Jesus name. Thank you. Thank the Lord. Amen. I meant to do it earlier. Forgive me. Since Todd's not here, Sister Belcher, if you would give us a Report on the street ministry. Okay. Okay. And we'll, um, me and Todd have to go and actually pick it up. 
All right. Well, thank the Lord. All right. If all hearts are clear. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. It will have cool air conditioner. Um, all the sides, both sides will let out. Three on each side. The back door will open. We um, was able to make it into seven foot ceiling. Praise air conditioner, God. heat, Hallelujah. floors. So it's it's, it's going to be really nice. We're all very excited about it. Amen. Thank the Lord. Amen. All right. You are dismissed. Please don't forget your Bible reading. Yes. Very important. Yes. Very important. Amen. You are.